Hi, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. This is episode three of Insert Mood with your favorite co-hosts, with the mostest, uh, King Choi and Christine Vo. Uh, we're so excited. We can't believe it's the third episode right now. And we really want to thank you for listening and also joining us on this journey. This past weekend, I'm not sure if anyone knows, in San Francisco, it's been sweltering heat. And also there was a notification of a fire tornado. Oh, yeah. Very fitting with the theme of 2020, I must say. What is a fire tornado? I, I saw pictures and, and a little bit of video, and I think it's exactly what it sounds like. Is it like shark? Is it like Sharknado? Like the tornado just picks up <laughs> fire and just <laughs> the way twenty twenty is going, a Sharknado type of situation is not only expected but probably deserved at this point. <laughs> oh, definitely. You've seen that meme video of I think it was a pelican that had a baby shark in its claws and was flying through the sky. I'm sorry, can you repeat that one more time? <laughs> it's a For our meme, listeners. It's a meme video, and I really recommend people looking this up, of a pelican flying over a beach with a baby shark in its talons flying through the sky. And that happened this year. So, <laughs> hey, you know, back in the day, it's like, hey, everything's okay. At least sharks aren't flying. You know, we're not living in a Sharknado world, but hey, that was close. We're post-Sharknado. We're post-Sharknado world. Um, But we're in a very much fire tornado world. So yeah, yeah, rolling in the deep, let it burn. (laughs) As Adele once said. Adele and Usher. And Usher. (laughs) Shout out to our, some of our favorites. Well, speaking of music, have you been listening to anything? that's of interest or oh my gosh let me pull up my spotify i do want to talk about the new megan stallion and cardi b song oh yep wap wap is it wap that... or wap i i don't know i don't know either <laughs> is it rap <laughs> <laughs> i like it i definitely when i first saw the video I was definitely like, what is going on? And then when Kylie Jenner stepped up into the scene, I definitely wasn't necessarily a fan because I'm like, why is she in this video? But then some friends and I did talk about this this past weekend. And we were like, you know what? Megan and Cardi B you know, are being smart because they're trying to do a crossover hit. So inserting Kylie Jenner into it to get attention and to get buzz around that video was really good tactic. It's a good marketing move. They also had Normani in it at the end. I really wanted Normani to be featured more because I know. Was, yeah. Cause she was splitting it. She was twerking it. She was doing everything. She was, she was voguing the house down and all Kylie Jenner did was just walk down the hallway and open a door. Yeah. I mean, they both looked stunning, but yes. I, I think I didn't even realize that Normani was in it at first until someone pointed out, I was like, Oh my God. That was Normani. And then there was Rosalia as well. Rosalia was in it. There was a few really good cameos. And the background track with the vocals, you know, there's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. So earlier this week, I was making a poke bowl and I started going, 
there's some bowls in this house. There's oh, my goodness. House. And I called it Wab, wet ass bowl. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and all those who identify as otherwise, uh, this is now an explicit podcast. Just. <laughs> hey. <made> that. <laughs> I like my tuna poke dirty. <laughs> that ponzu. Is that ponzu? <laughs> wet ass ponzu. Wet ass ponzu. <laughs> God, um, welcome you, to this podcast again. Yeah, thank welcome. you. If you're thank just you now joining us. Strap <laughs> on in. We warned you. <laughs> I think also it's interesting. It's you know definitely for San Francisco, we're right in the middle of the start of what we're calling our late summer, which is just summer because it's getting yes, that for regular folk. Yeah. How are you getting after that summer vibe, Christine? What's what's the things that you're doing to sort of keep that you know. Is it is it hot summer bay <laughs> vibes going? Hot girl summer. Hot um, girl summer. There we go. Yeah, I mean it. It it definitely the San Francisco summer definitely came upon us very quickly. I remember I think it was last week it was freezing, and then this weekend, and or in this week it's been well into the high eighties, which we realize is just regular summer for people anywhere else, but in the very specific microclimate of San Francisco, it's, I think, been jarring when we're used to weather that's 60 degrees or what sometimes feels like 40 degrees with a wind chill or being anywhere in the shade. So That sounds like a great weather report. Thank you, Christine, for our, our infield correspondent. Now, back, yeah, to- back to you, King. <laughs> With the music. That's it. Our news station, our news broadcast is just music and weather. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. What have I been doing to perpetuate my hot girl, quote unquote, summer? I put heavy quotes yeah. around no. summer. Um, I have been making it a point to go on walks in the sunshine every single day, at least once a day. Because I realized during multiple parts of quarantine that there'd be days where I wouldn't leave my house at all. And, you know, three to four days would go by, I wouldn't step foot outside. And I'd be like, wait, why do I feel so sad? And it's like, oh, yeah, you should get some fresh air, girl. (laughs) Go do that. So at least for fresh air, even if there's not sunshine outside. So I do make it a point to try to walk outside every single day, even if it's just around the block. And sometimes I'll have a goal in mind, like, okay, you're gonna go on a walk over here. And at this end point, you will treat yourself to a delicious iced vanilla latte or something of that nature. I love that journey. Sometimes, you know, yeah, I love that journey for me too. (laughs) And is every time a iced vanilla latte or is it something else? I don't even know why I said iced vanilla latte because yeah. it's not something I usually order. Actually, okay, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I think I said that because that's what I got for my sister the other weekend. I picked up a, a vanilla latte for her. Yes. I've been a fan of iced matcha. I also love oat milk lattes. And there's also this coffee shop near me called Rise and Grind. Of course, I'm into a punny coffee shop. Oh, wow. I know. I both love and hate it, but I'm here for it. Do you own that? Do I? (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's another one of my business ventures, in addition to being a weather girl and a 
soon to be successful podcaster, I also co-own all of the punny shops that you will find. That sounds amazing. In California. Uh, but there's this drink they have called the Richmond Chill. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, the, the shop is located in the Richmond district of San Francisco, and it is indeed a chilly, cold beverage. Yeah. Hence the name. And it's delicious. And I'm actually drinking the remainder of one right now. So, Again, great journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you talked about grabbing uh, coffee for your sister. You've been able to see your family or at least social distance, hang with them. How's that been? That's, it's been really nice. So some of my family lives about an hour away, but my youngest sister lives across the country. And she needed to be on the West Coast to take care of some logistics things. Uh, And for those of you listening, we did take all necessary precautions. All of us took COVID tests out the wazoo Mm -hmm. (laughs) to make sure that everything was safe uh, and that we were doing our best to take precautions in this time. So it's, it's been good to see family and, but at the same time, sad to kind of realize how difficult it is to see family, you know, especially when we have older relatives. Like my parents are a bit older. A lot of our parents are a bit older. A lot of our relatives are a little bit older. So needing to keep that in mind and also thinking about just how little we've seen each other is is a bummer. You know, Mm -hmm. it's August of 2020. Um, I was thinking about it earlier. Like one of the things, and I'd like to bring this question over to you, King, as well, is I realized one of the things I missed most is traveling Mm -hmm. here, whether that's traveling short distances to see family or traveling long distances out of the country or for a weekend getaway or what have you. It's been difficult to escape, so to speak. It's been difficult to explore. And so I'm, you know, I'd love to know on your end, have you thought about anything that you've really been missing? during this time? Yeah. I think you hit it on the nail for me as well. I definitely love to explore and travel. I think a lot of people do, but it's not about traveling, like going abroad overseas. I Mm -hmm. like to sort of like just jump in a car and drive and see where I end up. Right. Especially now that I am sheltering place up in Ashland, Oregon with my previous, uh, well, still current residents is also San Francisco as well, but I'm able to be up here more because my husband lives up here. I'm going to, I really loved being able to just jump in a car and just explore the areas around him. You know, earlier on before Miss Corona, we were able to drive around up to Crater Lake and explore that. I've heard that there's a lot of different bodies of water <laughs> around. The- I don't know why I thought that sentence would end differently. I know. <laughs> And well, the, uh, now segueing to our other sponsor, uh, how to, my favorite uh, murder. <laughs> yeah, you know, but also just like being able to just explore sort of hole in the wall places where there's a lot of that up here in Oregon. But because of the fact that a lot of people that I have seen up here in Oregon have not been wearing masks <laughs> or oh, following safety. Yeah, following safety measures. Uh, I'm a little bit more risk averse to just jump in a car and go anywhere. So yeah, there's that level of just being able to just explore and kind of missing that 
sense of like, oh, there's a spontaneity to that exploration. But now when you're going heading out, you have to take all these precautions, right? Mm-hmm. And making sure that you're safe and our people around you safe. And on top of that, of course, you just hit, you just also hit as well, seeing family members and being able to hug them, you know? And I know that yeah. my mom's not necessarily a big hugger, but I, when I was down in San Francisco just this last week, just for a visit and to make sure that I just did a wellness check with her. I got to hang out with her and I sat on it, her house as a walk up. So I sat on the front stoop of the steps near her front door and she put a chair right in her front door and we just hung out and chatted. And she actually said, That's sweet. Oh, yeah. And she said, like, I miss you. And she did say, I wish I could hug you or I wish I could. She, whenever she walks, she's definitely shorter than me. It's not like I'm that tall. I'm five, six. I think that she's just shy of five feet. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Whenever little we, Asian mama. Yeah, little Asian mama. And whenever we go out, she always likes to hook into my arm to walk. And so that's I know, adorable. I know. And it's just those little things, right? That you just don't really think about. I guess, or maybe for me, I've kind of taken for granted. And so there's this sort of expression of care and love to those around you, be it friends or family, and showing that physical sort of touch and engaging in physical touch as a offering of connection and and love that I really miss. So yeah, there's there's something there, you know, on on top of just traveling. I think that's what I miss the most. Yeah, I miss hugs too. It's <laughs> digital hugs. Digital Di- hugs. Sending uh, virtual hug. It's not the same. It's not the same at all. I uh, I had a friend describe the lack of physical touch and hugging and things like that as as like during this time period, you know, when we're not able to see people as much, we're not able to hug and kiss our loved ones, or you know, interact with them in the way that we want. He said it's like. It's like having the idea of a hamburger or, you know, insert whatever food you find delicious there. Is this turning and into an insert food podcast? Insert food. <laughs> See what you're doing there, Christine. Yeah. <laughs> but please continue. Yeah, he said that it's like having the idea of a delicious food and or maybe just smelling it and not being able to consume it at all. And so it's like slightly satisfying, but not in any way that is fulfilling. Yeah. That's what this year has felt like. All right. I think that brings us to the portion of the show where we set the mood. And I think set this week, yeah, we're setting it by God. Set it and talk about it. Don't forget a, it. We're not don't set, forget it. We're not no. setting it and forgetting it. No, we're diving in. So <laughs> to set the mood, I think the mood this week is Wish we were there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that hits. Oh, yep. It hits different. I think wish we were there encompasses the feeling that we have of missing people, places, experiences that we want to connect with or wish we were able to connect with oh, in a definitely. more profound way. Yeah. And also... You know, we talked about this a little bit, but I definitely want to ask Christine, like, how have you been closing the distance between you and your loved one? And how have you been staying connected with those around you during this time? Uh, First of all, when you said that, it reminded me of the song, Go the Distance. (laughs) You remember from Hercules? Yes. 
that uh that movie and all of its songs slapped by the way you can't tell me different you yeah <laughs> but, but also i know this is a total sidetrack did you know that hercules in that movie wore jafar from it's not jafar who was the villain from lion king Oh, Scar. Yeah, Scar. Scar Scar's pelt. head. Yeah, yes. Scar's head as the helmet and pelt in that movie. We I digress. did know Yeah. So now you know. But going back to how have you been closing the distance, regardless of any sort of relations that might call up to Hercules, <laughs> what are some non-Herculean <laughs> ways that yeah. you've been connecting to? That we've been going the distance? That you've been yeah. going the distance. Well... One of the biggest ways I've been connecting with people a ton is through Discord, actually. So if you're listening and you're not sure what Discord is, then it is a platform that a lot of gamers use to chat with other people while they're playing games. It's a really good way to do that uh, with video and voice chat. This feels like a Discord endorsement. Please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> I did ask if it was spelled Discord with a C or a K. Is it hip? It's, it's a, <laughs> a fun fact. I have visited the Discord office, and it's as cool of an office as you could actually imagine. Like, like when you imagine a cool San Francisco warehouse office, that's exactly what it's like. It was. I was there for their Halloween party, and it was amazing. It was like in the dog patch and it was this giant stone warehouse and you walked in and there were huge arcade games everywhere. It was beautiful and majestic. (laughs) I was quite impressed, but I digress. Discord has been a great way to chat with people because I have a lot of friends who use it and a lot of them use it every day, every evening. Sometimes they're signed on to Discord just throughout the day. And it's nice to just be able to hop on in the evenings or sometimes during lunchtime and know that there'll be people there to just kind of talk to or be around in a bit more of a passive way Mm -hmm. and not in a performative way, Mm -hmm. like so many of our work and video calls have felt during this year. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's it's. I've really been liking Discord. This is a full endorsement for Discord. Please sponsor us. Um, Yeah. I'm the member of multiple Discord servers where people are highly active and are chatting all the time about tons of different things. And it's been such a wonderful way to connect with people about, you know, sometimes the most mundane shit, but I think sometimes it's the mundane everyday things that is the most beautiful to connect over. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, that long-winded endorsement slash ad for Discord out of the way. <laughs> that's how I've been. That's one of the ways I've really loved connecting with people. And it's interesting because one of the Discord servers I'm in has grown exponentially during the time that I've been in it. Not implying that I'm the one who made it grow, but because a lot of the other people I in there mean, have been inviting. I mean, give yourself some credit. <laughs> I will not. It was definitely not my doing. A lot of the friends I've made in that server have invited their friends and I've been getting to know and talk to a lot of other people that I might not have talked to otherwise. So a lot of us have- You're making online friends? I know. Who am I? Me and 
me in 2001. <laughs> Sounds like the age of AOL chat rooms and ICQ. Oh my God. ASL? <laughs> <laughs> 32 female inside. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been, it's been a lovely way to connect with people, some of whom I've never even met in person. So that's been a really great way, a lovely way to both casually and deeply connect with people. I love that because I also know that you're such a social person that even if Miss Rona is not around, you definitely just talk to random people on the streets and at coffee shops. And so this is your way <laughs> it's of so, getting that's like after so that. so sketchy. No, I know. That's so sorry. I made you sound like a creep, but I don't mean that. I'm just I, very friendly. <laughs> you're very friendly. And I'm very glad to hear that you've been finding a way to sort of not only connect with your family, but also find new ways to exercise your desire to make new friends and connection with those around you while people are quarantined or sheltering in place or behind a computer screen. So it's so funny that you said, um, I know you connect randomly with people like that. Do you have an instance in mind that you're thinking of? <laughs> oh yeah. Remember, I think you were saying you went to go have frozen yogurt or a boba shop and you saw a guy and he had a skateboard and you commented on his skateboard or longboard and then yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah, I will do stuff like that all the time. Yeah, yeah, stuff I'll just, like that. So definitely not creepy. <laughs> Hi, I like your skateboard. Yeah, and then you just start, you chat up a conversation. I love that. Yeah, I would love to know how you've been staying connected with people, unless you had another thought that you wanted to share. No, there. I think that was pretty much it. So one of the ways I've been staying connected with loved ones, especially with my mom, is teaching her how to FaceTime. And let me set oh, up what a journey. Yeah, what let a- me set up the scene. Okay. 74 year old, less than five foot Chinese immigrant mom. Got who's it. Who's now picked up, you know, uh, her iPhone and just messaging me nonstop now because she knows how to FaceTime me and she knows she can see me when she wants. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but the camera on her end, what I'm seeing when she calls me is just the top of her forehead. <laughs> Can we just talk about that? I don't know what it is with, it's like adorable, but something about older parents not knowing what angle at which to hold their phone when talking to children is hilarious. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. And there'll be times where she needs to show me some documents that's been mailed to her house that she wants me to take a look at. And she believes just by pointing the phone in the general area of the paper will allow me to see the full document. <laughs> oh, mama. It's like a choose your own adventure, like <laughs> with my mom being in control of the narrative. Oh my God. And, <laughs> and like, you know, all jokes aside, I'm very happy that I get to have these moments of not only connection, but just like you said, of finding stuff just being endearing, even though it is sometimes frustrating. Oh, absolutely both. But but I get to have these opportunities to even experience that. And I find that so touching. But also, I think there are a lot of times where, you know, be it that you're jumping on Discord, or your mom's calling you and you kind of need to drop everything. A lot of it sounds very planned, right? Mm -hmm. And scheduled even though my mom does sometimes pick up the phone and calls me at random times, I have oh to my get God, to the yeah. mindset to talk to my mom. So there's this level of scheduling and putting yourself into 
a space where you're in front of a computer at a specific time to be able to jump on Discord or when your mom's there and calling you, you have to get into the mindset so everything feels very scheduled. And so what I think I've missed a lot is the ability to be spontaneous with how I'm connecting with my loved ones. And the thing that I've been exercising more recently is not necessarily scheduling with my friends a specific date and time. I've more been like, hey, I'm just going to make sure I carve out a specific time slot in my day where I'm available and I'm just going to message some friends and see if they're Mm -hmm. available at a specific time. And if they are, then we just jump on a call or we jump on a group chat, but it's less scheduled. Yeah, it's been really nice to try and find ways that we can be spontaneous in this time. And that brings us to the end of part one of this podcast. Tune in next week where we're going to talk to you a little bit more about how we sow the seeds of spontaneity during this time. And on top of that, how we are keeping ourselves entertained, which I'm sure you're dying to know about. Until next time, we'll see ya.